0: hello and good afternoon xbox nation welcome to this week's new episode of the xbox lunch break special i'm your host mr boomstick excel folks and we are six Days or six sleeps away from Xbox and its showcase. And of course, followed by the 90-minute extravaganza, as it appears that it's going to be, we have the Starfield reveal. And uh, wow, uh, Aaron Greenberg, good old Greenie, is out there with some really powerful, exciting uh, Twitter uh, comments. And of course, obviously, he told one particular community member that is not currently an xbox user that he should bring an extra pair of underwear when it comes to of (laughs) course watching and seeing starfield and (laughs) look you can say what you want about greeny maybe he tells you to temper expectations too many times and people don't like that because nobody wants to temper expectations not this time and people have accused greeny of over hyping a showcase folks look i'm here to tell you that there is absolutely no way there is no freaking way in the gaming universe that microsoft misses on this show it's it's the 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 gaming gods have set forth a path for microsoft specifically xbox that is so golden that the yellow brick road has nothing on this path Sony took a giant dump a couple of about two weeks ago on their showcase that was only saved by the fact that Spider-Man 2 looked that amazing. Outside of it being a D, because it would have been an F for frankly not a good show. I don't know what to tell you. Sony's direction is scaring a lot of PlayStation gamers, whereas Xbox, well, we already have games as a service locked in and they're consistently adding to that where sony is flopping around like a fish they don't know who they want to be because this is not the sean Layden playstation which let's be fair was amazing sean and the way he ran playstation is why they are the market leader but you know what jim ryan the new jim ryan's uh playstation is gas games and that's something that you're not probably going to see at this showcase and we have some big confirmation of what is going to be in game engine what is actually going to be gameplay quite frankly almost all of it according to Aaron Greenberg but before we get into Square Enix and their concerns for Final Fantasy 16 and its sales let's introduce the amazing panel web dave what's going on brother how the heck are you what's new oh man
1: uh, i'm Whoo. But buddy, I'm telling you, even last night we were doing our show and this stuff started coming in and we we kind of you know broke in on our show and we're like, did you see what Aaron just tweeted? Dude, I am so, so hyped. You were talking about being 11, maybe a 15, maybe a 19. I, I moved it to
0: a 19, brother. My, I know. My, 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 my hypometer is broken. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. For that. Uh, yeah. After we got it fixed now.
1: <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it possible to be 100 above? Because <laughs> that's it's feeling pretty good right now man it's feeling really good i i can't see anything they're gonna do wrong i I just you know so i'm here i'm excited let's get to it what a great panel today
0: yeah we're gonna have a good we're gonna have a fun conversation uh folks and and, and if you're wondering what 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 the coverage looks like for double Barrel gaming uh every panel this week uh is going to have some sort of predictions element added to the conversation because each one of the panels as you know is different and of course i don't do shows on saturday very rarely this happened this this past saturday i happened to guest appear on xbox Chatterdays with miles dompierre of windows central and of course ign and uh sunday i didn't get a chance to jump into the ilp prediction podcast because i was out with mrs boom and you know when you fi- when you podcast five days a week you got to make time for Your significant other and the weekend is usually dedicated to Mrs. Boone because she works Monday through Friday. So it's no, it's, it's the least I can do. Um, But uh, so for the five shows and there is going to be a sixth one because we are doing a post show reaction panel that has a stellar, at least currently 10 person roster with more to be added potentially That is going to happen directly after the Starfield showcase, which is expected to be about 30 minutes. So as soon as that is done, we are going live to give you our reaction live on the air and then grade the show. And of course, then that following Monday, which will be here, we'll be back here at Xbox Lunch Break Special. We'll be able to have soaked it in, watched everything, uh, you know, on on YouTube time and time again. And then we will obviously the three of the four of us will sit down and discuss it in detail. But don't worry, folks. Double Barrel Gaming is going to have you covered. I'm doing six live streams, not Saturday. Obviously, there's no stream on Saturday, but we will be covering the event in a post show form. I want to sit back and enjoy the show on Sunday as a fan. And then I will put on my podcast ears and then be the podcaster you know and love. But Crazy Lou Gaming in the new place. Congratulations, brother. How the heck are you? Man, I'm super
2: excited, super happy to be here, brother. And man, it's showcase week. And you know what we need for this Sunday? You know we need to get Phil an actual championship belt after this showcase because man, I'm sure man, King
0: David is working on that as we speak. Yes, he, he, he <laughs> does
2: need a championship belt because man, I, I, for, for what I'm from what I'm seeing from all those tweets and everything, I mean, I think they're gonna bring a lot of fire this Sunday, and I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. Uh, I don't think I've been this excited for an Xbox show in quite a bit. Uh, and I think, again, the the hype that I have for the show has only been multipl- multiplied by 10 uh, just in the last bunch of tweets uh, and uh, there's been some scandalous ones there, Fuzzy Belvedere. Uh, Aaron Greenberg doing what, the, what we've all hoped that Greenie would do best, and that is throw some shade at the potential naysayers of the community who think that Xbox is not going to deliver. I got some, I'm going to read some of those quotes, pretty interesting stuff. But man, how the heck are you?
3: Oh, I'm doing great, man. It, it's good to see him out here giving us. You know, a little bit of insight with the the no trailers and, and stuff like that. Just basically games, games, games and having it labeled where it's in game and all that stuff. So, man, I, I, I think a lot of the either concerns or doubts that some may have had. Should have been squashing in that moment, and even some people need to bring an extra set of draws with them while they watch this show. So, man, I'm, I'm so looking forward to it, man. This thing is going to be awesome, but glad to be here with you guys. Always awesome to be here talking about games, and we got a big showcase coming this Sunday, so can't wait to get into it.
0: Yeah, so listen, folks, before we get into what Aaron Greenberg had to say, uh, obviously you've seen the silly uh, thumbnail that I made with the Final Fantasy character from 16 with the googly eyes looking you know, pathetic because, well, that is how I look and feel when I talk about Square Enix. Pathetic. Um, this is a brand that has uh, gone down in the dumps, at least in my opinion. Uh, they've made it very, very clear that the Xbox platform does not exist. Uh, And when it does, well, we get the scraps, and that's why I won't support them. I will not buy anything from them moving forward because, well, F-square. But I bring this up as a conversation piece because someone who I trust, someone that I actually know who follows me, who actually is closing in, if not already, at a million subscribers because, you know, he does good work. I'm talking about Jeremy Penter. Known as of course, ACG. and he posted something on J- June 3rd that made me scratch my head because normally he's he's let's let's just say this. when there is controversy with ACG, he's not doing it because he needs your click or he needs your sub or your like because he gets he has, like I said, nearly a million subscribers. He puts out information because the guy is trustworthy. And he has a, a, a to me a valued opinion. Well, this is what he had to say based on several reports I saw even before I saw his tweet. And he says Square Enix is supposedly panicking over the pre-order amounts for Final Fantasy Sixteen. The amount is probably exactly the amount that they turned down from Xbox. Whoever does the books for Square Enix needs to take another economics course. Hmm. Now this this one got a, this one got a lot of uh, backlash. Of course, you know I, I I had to I had to reply. Of course, that I did, but I, we I want to read us a, a bunch of, of of replies. Now we have one from a good friend of the program. Uh, you know him from uh, the Zealots of Gaming. It's a new podcast that with Hargeet Chani, uh, but he's also have has been for many many years a panel member on RDX. I'm talking about Zalker eighty seven folks, and he replied directly to ACG's tweet. And He says this folks. How are they surprised? Go exclusive on PlayStation Five with 40 million units only. Skips PC and Xbox that adds tens of millions of users. I will never feel sorry for a publisher that skips entire platforms. Now, here's the thing, folks. Uh, Square Enix has a has a they should worry. Uh, and I and 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 the reason why, because you know me, I'm I'm all about the numbers, right? You want to argue Boom's opinion about whether Square Enix just sucks. We can have that conversation. But you can't argue the numbers. So over the weekend, as I'm prepared for these shows, I decided to say, you know what, let's let us take a look at the non-Xbox releases for Square Enix games and see if the bean counters over at Square Enix are getting it right. Well, one of their latest releases was the Final Fantasy Pixel Remastered Collection. And that was Final Fantasy 1 through 6, all remastered. And that's a pretty dope collection. And it hit everywhere. And I mean everywhere. I could play it on my toaster. But Xbox. Well, as of 5.23, which of course is May 23rd, uh, May 23, they just were able to crack 2 million copies sold. So, again, not a mathematician, folks, just a gamer. PlayStation, Nintendo, Amazon, Luna, PC, everywhere but Xbox. And they racked up a whole whopping 2 million. So let's, let's continue the embarrassment. The one game that did come out was Crisis Core that actually released on Xbox. Do you know why that was? Desperation. Because you know how many copies sold as of 12-2022? 156,530. Good luck keeping games with Xbox. And I, I and I saw some pushback on this. Oh, you see? If Xbox gamers care, they would have helped this, these sales. Why should any Xbox gamer take the scraps that Square Enix is giving them? So... Let's continue. Now, I went to Statista.com to get this number. And we have lifetime sales of Final Fantasy XV, which was on Xbox. Lifetime sales since its launch. 10 million copies. That's pretty impressive for a game that I thought sucked. I bought it, and I hated it. Absolutely hated it. After after driving in in the same car with the boy band, (laughs) On my 18th time, like Persona 5, you know, Persona 5 is a great game, wasn't for me. So one of the big ones that Xbox gamers have been waiting for is Final Fantasy 7 Remake, which is a phenomenal game. Now, I don't know why. And I'm going to eventually reach out to someone like a Benji Sales who has the ability to find these numbers. The best I could find was a number that came the way in 2021, the end of 2021, where they moved 5 million plus copies of a game that is, by no by no stretch of the truth, phenomenal. So when you consider how many PlayStations are in the wild, about 118 million. And then you factor in some PlayStation 5s, another 40 million. There are 160 million PlayStations. And I can only find 5 million copies sold. Now, could it be double that? Sure, but even if it was double that, it'd still be disgraceful. So now we gotta wonder, Fuzzy Belvedere, mm-hmm. why do we always hear Square the first ones?
1: Well, the sales
0: did not meet expectations. You think? <laughs> Let's talk about it, brother.
3: It, it, it never fails. Like we talk about companies stepping on rakes, it seems like Square has its own. Way of doing things where it's like, oh, you know, we want to sell 10 million copies, but we'll only put it on one platform. Oh, wait, they they didn't pre-order it like we hoped. <laughs> it, it, I, I, you would think they would learn after Forspoken. You would think they would learn after I forget that one game that they had to close down the uh the servers within like two months type of thing um crisis core it's like a prequel to something where you if you would want the rest of the story you'd have to buy it on a different platform so they they're doing a lot of things that just don't make sense i mean look at companies like capcom look at companies like sega where they're not you know i mean finally sega is you know with atlas and and some of their other studios or putting stuff on the Xbox platform and it looks like they're actually getting a lot more uh, sales than what they initially thought that they were kind of ignoring kind of thing. And it just seems like Square is like, eh, we we're, we're good with our best friends over here at Sony." <laughs> and unfortunately, it just seems like they they haven't looked at what some of the other, you know, big publishers are doing outside their their own building. And the, the revenue that they're earning. It it's I don't know. They they always overestimate stuff. That's why they were never happy with Crystal Dynamics or Idios Montreal. Um I guess they they're probably extremely disappointed with the uh, Forespoken because they took that studio and wrapped it into one of their other studios. So yeah. It, it, it's just a shame, but it's of their own doing. It's like we talk about some companies where they have self-inflicted wounds. I think Square Enix is probably one of the best examples of that. Every, every time, it's like, yeah, we could put it on an Xbox, but nah, we're, we're not going to do it. And yeah, this is the result.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Uh and again the question uh th- th- listen, I-, I don't know how many copies of Final Fantasy 16 are gonna sell. Um, it's only releasing on PlayStation 5. Um, obviously, it, you know, w- we know that it, that it's probably a permanent exclusive. Now, whether or that's contractual, whether that's Sony's gonna make the big the, 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 the big purchase and, and acquire them, which everyone's been talking about for for over a year. Uh who knows? But you know what? Um, it's it's hard to take them serious when they completely forget that there is an Xbox console. Now, granted, their games, depending on who you ask, I I like to consider them they're they're a bit niche. But we'll we'll see what the sales numbers are, and uh, if the sales numbers are to be believed by pre-orders, which you know, again, that that that's you know you take that in uh, you know small doses, or you know whether or not anyone pre-orders anymore. I still pre-order, so you know. I mean, I, I can't speak for everyone else, but Dave, let's get your hot take on this. Uh, Square Enix concerned about play, uh, Final Fantasy XVI um, pre-order numbers. Um, that, you know, and again, this comes away of uh, many people in the community, but more specifically, ACG put a tweet out there that, and again, I trust ACG significantly. Uh, mm-hmm. And if he's saying it, I believe that this is this. He's heard it from somebody because he wasn't the only one to tweet it. What are your thoughts on this, man?
1: I mean. I think they're a little nervous because uh, of of, of the situation they found themselves in. Uh, People have been burnt, you know, by Square in the last, uh, you know, few games that have come out. And, um, you know, just we think that um, this game is going to be really well done because they've delayed it twice to tweak it and to get it hopefully flushed out even more and to get most of the bugs worked out of it. But you just don't know, you know. We we just and that's the thing. It's a, it's kind of a question mark. People want to kind of see what the reviews are before they probably spend their money or res, you know, you know, throw throw money at it. Uh, I, I mean, my daughter's a big fan of the series, and she was going to buy it no matter what. She's got her copy reserved at GameStop right now, and that's that's cool. But I'm, you know, if if it's any good, I'll just borrow her copy. <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend my money on it myself. Um, but I don't. Um, I, I just, I think in the big scheme of, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's something going on and we, we're not really sure what that is. They're either getting ready to get, you know, bought up, uh, uh, by Sony or somebody. Hmm. But anyway, but they could be, uh, they could be, <laughs> they could be picked up, uh, by who, you know, who knows who could be picking them up because we know they're hurting for money. We know they're hurting, uh, and it's and it's a shame because like i said in, in the day they they've really made some good products in the past you know we've talked about it before uh like you know like the original um 7 on playstation was like what well, was a game changer man you know the rpgs were like what is this you know and, and you know so the company has a long history uh, you know, of good quality games and, and not only that but uh, but the dragon quest series as well the kingdom hearts series you know they you know they have a lot of you know a Of things that have been done well in the past and you know and then like for spoken just you know smacked everybody in the face of like what is this garbage you know and um you know whether it's the times whether it's just the um they were focused too much on one side weren't real looking what the other hand was doing i don't know but um i think that um you know the smart thing for them to do would be to uh would be to put games everywhere And um, if they're, you know, taking, you know, they're talking about how, you know, is it uh, that Microsoft didn't, you know, present them with a a good enough offer, you know, kind of thing. It's like, how good's your offer now? (laughs) You know, the the PlayStation has tons of systems out there right now. It It has tons of system sales. That's true. Because now they're readily available and the panic rush is over. But at the time, when they first started flooding the market again with these products, people were buying them up because they're used to being like, oh, we can't get them at Christmas, can't get them at holidays. And that's one of the reasons why they've sold so many systems now. But as the next year goes on and there's one first-party game, maybe two, you know, the other ecosystem, Xbox, is going to look a lot better to a lot of those people. So we will see at the end of the generation as to how this all plays out but uh, i have a feeling that it's uh uh square will wish they had uh, been more uh, diverse because a lot of people are saying like well if they're the market leader you need to be on them well the other elements to the you know to selling games is if you're going to make more money the more places you sell it it's yep. simple math
0: yeah, again, Math 101, folks, uh, the more the more areas that you you can put a game, the more chances you're going to make a sale. Now, let's let's just say for shits and giggles, uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, that uh, there are 40 million PlayStation 5s in the wild, which I believe that's about the number. Um, okay, uh, with that said, now, PlayStation gamers, I'm looking at you, as much as they are on Twitter... You know, poking fun at Xbox or console warring or, you know, on on YouTube and then doing their YouTube, you know, videos and channels. Um, They don't really buy first party games. They they just don't. The numbers are there, folks. Now, there are some exceptions. God of War being one of them. Sold gangbusters. Uh, Last of Us, when it came out, Last of Us 2 sold gangbusters. Horizon, not so much. Gran Turismo, not so much. Um but they do have you know Spider-Man's another one 30 million amazing no pun intended and 2 is going to is going to sell uh, just as much but it, I don't think it sells because it's a PlayStation game it sells because it's Spider-Man uh Spider-Man sells he's the number one character in the entire planet OPS, by the way uh and they own the rights the movie rights to him and they're taking advantage with Marvel to have that character as an exclusive on their brand just smart on smart on Sony so if the PlayStation gamers, the diehard fans, right—the ones console warring—are not buying their first-party games. Do you think they're going to run out to buy Final Fantasy 16? Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but we're going to certainly find out, um, and we we will see because it's remember, it's not it's not cross-platform. Crazy Lou Gaming, one console, PS Five. I think that after the first thirty days, you'd be lucky if you sold ten percent. Of your, of your fan base, which would be four million copies, and that I think would be a good. I don't even think they hit that. What, what are your thoughts on Square Enix concerned that they're uh, not going to sell? <laughs> I mean, basically, I would be I, if it was me, I would,
2: I would be really concerned, especially after the Forspoken flop you guys sold to all those PS fans. I mean, I was one of them that was waiting for Forspoken, but as soon as I saw the game, I was like, No way, I'm not getting this game the way it looks. It's just horrible. So, really, I have my doubts on this Final Fantasy, and if it's been delayed twice, I mean, how many times did Forspoken get delayed? I think it was three, four times it got delayed. I don't remember, but Forspoken has had a lot of delays, and once it came out, I mean, look how it looked. And it makes you wonder if I should go right now and let, let me place my pre-order. No, I'd rather wait, you know, for the game to release, right? And then after the game releases, I need to check how the game is looking. If it's looking good, if it's not buggy, if it's not messy. And then, then, then I'll probably sit down and say, "Hey, let me pay that seventy dollars." Another thing, Square just keeps on complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining. I mean, I'm gonna tell you something. If you're having issues selling your game and you're having issues, you know, to get to get get the fans, you know, from Final Fantasy to get your game. I mean, seriously, what you gotta do is stop your bitching grab your game, put a multiplayer, and then you'll see how your sales will go up too because really there's fans everywhere. There's everywhere fans of the, of the Final Fantasy series. Instead of you giving crap to everybody, right, and giving all the good stuff only on PlayStation, right, and look how that's doing, Why don't to just release it to everybody so all of us can go ahead and say, hey, let me buy my copy on Xbox. Let me buy my copy on Nintendo. Let me buy my copy on PC. Give us that chance instead of making us, oh, let's wait till... Next year, oh, like for example, PC release probably 2024. I have to wait a year for that. Oh, no, like they said, oh, you got to get a PS5 to get this. So, seriously, I'm gonna spend $500 just to play one game. I mean, honestly, Square, really open your mind and stop and stop that, you know, that complaining. And seriously, open multiplayer. It's time to do it because you're losing money, baby. But if you don't want to, then that's on you, guys. And hey, another thing, release the game good, please. Don't release it like for spoken. We don't want
0: another boogie mess. Thank you. Well, I pulled a story that should ring a lot of bells here. Uh, and, and we'll close it out because we, we got to get into what Aaron Greenberg is saying because this is obviously an Xbox show and I don't care less. I can care less about uh, Final Fantasy Sixteen, But uh, I pulled a story from Tweet Town. Now, this was, of course, written by um, Derek Strickland. It was published on June uh june 3rd 2022 it was updated again on june 24th and this is this is i don't even know how this is possible folks but i guess this game is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread because according to derek strickland who obviously is the owner and operator of tweaktown.com he says square enix has published a list of highlighted development talent working on final fantasy 16 but this is by no means a complete list the publisher is spending check this out folks many millions to develop this game and the total game dev spending oh my god is a record for the company 711 million dollars as of last fiscal year that is just development on this game that has nothing to do with of course the advertising so after it's all said and done final fantasy 16 could be a billion-dollar game when you when you factor in shipping costs and production and uh, development and of course uh, advertising. So a billion dollars—it's a seventy-dollar game. I'm mean, again, folks. No, not a mathematician here. There's no doubt that this game is going to fall under uh, 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 under expectations. Because they're never going to make that money back. It, let's just say for shits and giggles, it stopped in 2022 at $711 million to make this game. They still wouldn't make their game, that, that money back. So, well, there's that. Um, but listen, folks, we got to talk about Aaron Greenberg. Um, man, oh man, he is he is out here walking the walk, talking the talk. And, uh, you know, he, he did, you know, how, how all of this came to fruition was he put out a tweet, very simply, seven days until our first ever double feature, roughly two hours of nonstop games, 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 and Starfield. Now, this is where if you if it, look. We have heard this before. You've heard it on ILP. You've heard it on Dave's show. You've heard it on the Xbox International Podcast. You've heard it with Fuzzy and those and, and that crazy crew, crew over at Mav. Xbox listens. They're one of the few publishers that keep their ear to the floor. Phil Spencer, during his interview, yeah, yeah. If you ever needed confirmation that that dude actually listens to these shows. Now, I I can't say specifically he's listened to mine. If I ever found out, believe you me, I'm going to tell you because that would be dope. But I do know Xbox listens to the show. I don't know who listens, but somebody listens. And the fact that during the kind of funny interview, he mentioned, I see the hashtag firefill movement out there. That's... Was like an oh shit moment. He does listen. So, one of the conversations, gentlemen, and of course, esteemed chat that we have talked about on this show, many people have talked about it on their shows is what is Microsoft or specifically Xbox Game Studios going to show? And is it, will, will it be considered an epic fail? If we see a bunch of CG, kind of like what happened with Sony. Well, I'm here to tell you that Aaron Greenberg has answered those questions not once, but multiple times, folks. And he took a couple of jabs at Sony, which, of course, Aaron 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 Greenberg, Greeny, as he's known to the masses, actually showed his fangs. And they're quite sharp, folks because this is what Aaron Greenberg had to say. None of our first-party games in the show are full CG trailers. Everything is either in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game footage with some cinematics. Each of our trailers will be labeled so it's hopefully clear for our fans. Uh, Dave, this sends a striking message to anyone doubting that they're not going to deliver on this show, not only with first party, but on how it's presented. And we just learned, thanks to you, you dropped it into DM, folks, and this is confirmed by Microsoft themselves. Tom Warren of The Verge actually reconfirmed this. Of course, I really trust Tom. Tom's a good friend of the community. He has confirmed that the Xbox showcase is in fact going to be streamed to YouTube in 4K 60 FPS. Now, that tells me, we'll talk about it in a second. I I got some theories, folks. But Dave, I want to go to you first. Greeny out here, not tempering expectations, not telling you to, you should, you know, move your dial from 19 to back to 8. It's going to be a good show. He's telling you that all first party is going to be in engine or gameplay from said game. How does that make you feel as an Xbox gamer?
1: Um, Excited beyond belief. Um, This is what we've been waiting for. We've talked about it. You've talked about it. You've been on and on about how they need to market it, how they need to, you know, quit dropping the ball, quit, you know, it's like, Oh, so close, but then not quite there. Or, are you know up to the line but not crossing it they are they really seem of course we got to wait until what happens on on sunday but as of right now the the momentum is absolutely full throttle in xbox's court um now does that mean they're going to start taking market share and all probably not right away no but i mean that takes time potential is there yeah. And you have to, you know, make a good presence. And this is the time of year you want to do this because you show up big. You 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 make some. I mean, I think Thursday we're going to see a few surprises too uh, at Achilles' at event just to kind yep. of get the ball rolling. Yeah. And then uh, and then come the holiday season when you know my mom and dad are like trying to figure out what to get little Timmy, you know, and uh, and they're looking at like you know, hmm, fifteen dollars a month, all these games great content compared to all this money I'm going to have to spend and he's never going to play with the VR again anyway so so so, <laughs> so that's that's what I'm thinking I'm, I I think this is this is a win-win-win and and not not only did he you know like one little tweet it was a, the succession of tweets
0: it was it was mass mass was, tweeting yeah it was
1: like it was like just knocking him down you know like pat him up and no, I'm not I am <laughs> you know. going to
0: say what wind up happening at least in my ex you know expert opinion and I like to believe my expert my opinion is expert, but I'm full of shit right uh I think it kind of felt like the nozzle got knocked off of where you turn on the hot water and you kind of turn it on and it got knocked off you're like Jesus Aaron, we can't stop the water let it go and he went out there and he was out there doing his thing i i I have look folks I'll say this. If you go into a show with tempered expectations, are you really a fan? Like, are you really? Because I would rather be disappointed than surprised. And I and I mean that with full, full authority. I go into every show. I went to the Sony show. Do you hear me talk about it, folks? I said, Sony is going to deliver, they've been around in two years. They're gonna, Year of Dreams, part two. How many times did you folks hear me say that? A multitude of times. Because that's what I believed. And of course, my disappointment was, well, they didn't show up. Uh, Nintendo, when they have their Treehouse event, I am I am super stoked to potentially see Metroid 4 Prime. I, am I going to see it? I don't know. Am I going to get uh, Mario Odyssey 2, which I expect to launch later this year? I don't know. Maybe. But I'm going in with high expectations. The same thing with Xbox. I have absolutely no doubt, folks. Zero doubt that they are going to hit. Now, understand, Dave, not every game there is going to be for every gamer. Now, there's going to be some service games in there. They're going to take up, you know, 15 minutes. You know, you get your Sea of Thieves. Not a fan, but appreciate and respect the work that Rare is doing. You know, maybe we'll get some grounded. Maybe we'll get a Halo, something in there. You know, this, this, this is this is the fires that they have to stoke because this is their service games that are doing very well for them um some rts stuff in there age of empires 4 there's another uh, the aria one doesn't interest me i'm not saying i'm gonna fall asleep i'm just saying that it's, those those are not for me but i know some people that are like pong Soul being one of them like oh my god i can't wait so it, so there's gonna be something for everyone where i'm going to sink my teeth into it is the first party stuff that we've all been asking for but uh you know, Crazy Lou Gaming. I, I want to read another tweet from Senor uh, Aaron Greenberg. He says this: No plans to tease, temper, or spoil anything. Love seeing all the wild expectations. My advice is just to come with an open mind, uh, come open-minded, and enjoy the ride. Appreciate the years of hard work so many teams have put their heart and soul into for you. All with the love emoji. I mean how do you, how do you top that how do you top that crazy lou gaming i got to
2: tell you something brother this <laughs> showcase is going to be the best i mean i have a feeling it's going to be the showcase we've been asking for such a long time it's going to be way better than last year i mean i'm telling you i have that feeling i mean i'm telling you that this that this sunday I know at the end of that showcase, I know Phil Spencer's gonna be wearing that world title belt on that shoulder, being the champion because man, it's gonna be crazy. I mean, they're gonna, I think they're just gonna show pretty much what they have ready, what they gotta show. And it's been and it's been those games we've been asking about for all the for what for the last two years. We've been asking about for a vow, we've been asking about for this, we've been asking about for that. I mean, we're gonna get a whole bunch of stuff probably. This oh man, I'm, i mean, I'm really excited, I'm really happy, telling you. There's nothing that can top that. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing. Because hey, Xbox is gonna even throw the kitchen sink. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you they're going to come. He- I'm really super hard, bringing it on. They're gonna break things up, man. I'm telling I, you. I
0: had to throw a pause in there. I, I, I that that sounded very sexual, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a oh, pause. Sorry, in sorry, there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did not mean it like that. I said they're gonna bring that heat. They're gonna bring it on. That's what they're gonna do. It and man, I'm telling you, after this Sunday, it's gonna be stepping into the next box. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, that's how it's gonna be. I cannot wait till this Sunday. Really, I'm super hyped.
0: Super. Yeah, hyped. I mean, there's de- a lot to get excited about. You know, <laughs> one of the things I, I I think when you look back at Sony's show <laughs> being as terrible as it was, uh, crazy, uh, it wasn't. I mean, of course, it was the fact that there weren't any really big first-party games outside of Spider-Man. And the games that they showed that were, you know, gas games, you know, they were CG trailers. I I, Again, I said this before, and I'll say it again. uh, The the biggest disappointment for me was Jade Raymond's game because, like I said, she has a pedigree of amazing storytelling when it came to first-party, first uh, single-player games. And when she signed with PlayStation, I said, oh, so that's the perfect that that's the perfect publisher for her because she does single player experiences where it tell these epic stories. Obviously, we saw her work uh, in Assassin's Creed. We saw her work in, in, in Splinter Cell. So I had no doubt that she was going to be able to deliver. It turns out that her game is a gas game and it's a ripoff off of payday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just not my thing. Um, so. Uh, Sony, you know Sony, they're selling systems, folks. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. They they are selling hardware now. I can't say all hardware, and obviously Project Q is is the dude just like the PlayStation VR 2.0. The that is going to be doa. Right? The Project Q, the handheld that oh don't they don't doesn't do actual streaming other than from the console, and is probably going to be priced at 300 minimum. Um is going to be, well. be DOA, Um uh, but I
2: think, I, think, I think it's going to be five hundred though because they like to put things close to the five hundred range. But yeah, they love
0: that. Yeah, they love the five. <laughs> who doesn't love five hundred dollars? I'll take I'll <laughs> take a couple five hundred dollars <laughs> right too, now.
2: Too. You know what yes, I'm saying? Yes, yes, But you know the, the the Sony showcase for me, Mr. Boomstick. I mean, I thought it was Jeff Keeley who did the show. I gave it a seven out of ten, you know, and third party and first party gave it a five out of ten because they expected more. I don't understand. They didn't throw what they should have thrown. They should have thrown a lot more. But hey. All I know is this Sunday, Xbox is bringing in the heat, baby. That's all
0: yeah. I know. Absolutely. Uh, listen, uh, there's been a ton of Super Chats. We have got a new channel member, so big shout-out to that. Let me just talk about that before we get Fuzzy Belvedere's opinion. First of all, the channel member, the new channel member, it comes the way of Fanto Sir. Welcome, brother. Thank you so much for becoming a channel member. We do greatly and honestly and truly appreciate that. Drawn TJ drops the first Super Chat of the day of $2 and says, Hi, guys. Hold the line, get hyped. Indeed, uh, Tom from Tanami. Tom, what's going on there, brother? He drops very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Well, if it isn't the consequences of Square Enix actions, yep, I I absolutely agree. I think Square Enix has uh, pooped the bed, and uh, you know what? If they get if they get bought out by Sony, good on Sony. Uh, good for you. You can keep the Final Fantasy games exclusive, which they pretty much are." And I don't even know why. Why would you even invest when you're getting the milk for free? I I don't know, but I'm not a you know an analyst. Uh, Drawn TJ just very generous. Uh, Ten dollars super chat and says Bill Spencer needs to come out on the sh- uh, on uh, come out on the stage of the show wearing a hold the line T-shirt. Start the show. Say I know you have been waiting for these games. Uh, well, wait no more. Uh, that would be kind of dope. And of course, King David would be beside himself. I, I think. King is going to be out in Florida, in in California, uh, along with many of the Iron Lords. Um, Silent Cypher, who, of course, is going to be a guest with Doom Cutie this Friday morning on our official prediction show on uh, Breakfast with Boom. He drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Square needs to to put up multi-plats or shut up. Indeed, they absolutely do. We have R&B, a.k.a. The underground gamer drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Tell Square Enix to stick their concerns where the sun, sh- where the sun does not shine. Um, they don't. Uh, they should be used to it dealing with Sony." WBG podcast uh, sends regards. Indeed, brother. Shout out to WB, uh, WBG podcast thank you of course for the generosity raiden blade drops a two pound super chat and says sie has convinced square enix it's best on playstation 5 yeah they i i don't know i mean is sony dropping a bag or just going like this coming with with a handout you know, just put it on the console it's, it's all right you'll be all right <laughs> like if, if like i said the bean counters at square enix they got to go do their math go back to school Uh, We have Dreadful Sean, drops a very generous $5, Super Chat, and says, within six months or less of release, there will be on uh, the announcement of a PlayStation 4 slash PC version coming in 2024. Yeah, well, you know, obviously, according to Sony and Square, that SSD, the only way Final Fantasy 16 exists. Dreadful Sean drops an additional, very generous, two-pound Super Chat, and says, current Diablo 4 players is 3 million let's go that's not a surprise i that game is the numbers for that game are gonna be crazy and just think and again i don't know but just imagine that moving forward once this abk deal is done anything from diablo is going to be considered first party and launching into game pass day and day
3: Yikes! yikes
0: uh we have uh we have uh Silent Cipher drops a very additional, very generous additional two dollars. So super says Ti- time out, Lou uh, c- uh, for the hashtag coming super hard. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Silent Cipher, I can't believe I read that on the air. Jaron TJ <laughs> drops a very generous for additional five dollars. So super Chat says don't forget on the twelfth extended show for Xbox on the thirteenth the Forza Motorsport show. Yeah, dude, it, it's just gonna be. And don't forget, the 12th is when the CMA gets their teeth handed to them once again. And uh, we actually have a story we're going to get into that was broken by both uh, Post Up and FOSS Patents on Twitter, where we have learned, folks, that the uh, president of Microsoft uh, is going to be meeting with the prime minister of the UK to, uh, to talk about uh, their frustrations with the cma and uh, i don't know when this was scheduled because it kind of seems like it's a little bit of a conflict because this the C the uh the cat judges or the judge that oversaw the first hearing which again really uh embarrassed the cma like for everyone because we watched it we were all shocked how terrible they were unprepared it might have been like a cross because i you know we had heard that Maybe that Microsoft, you know, closes over the CMA. I I don't think they're going to close over the CMA because CAT looks like they're going to walk back their decision of blocking it and ultimately, you know, potentially ruling in the favor of Microsoft. Because to be honest with you, Microsoft isn't doing anything illegal. Uh, The only one that might have colluded that might have done some illegal behavior is the CMA. Uh, Now I don't know if that's with Sony, that's with the FTC or both. But they are certainly not protecting the interest of the UK gamers. They are protecting the interest of of Sony, who has a dominant uh, 70 plus percent market share there, as well as trying to protect the ridiculous and stubborn ideology of Lena Khan and the FTC. I I don't know where this is going to ultimately go, but I think the FTC who was unfallible by some experts in our community who were unbeatable by several experts in our community are, are going to be proven wrong because they're going to ultimately lose. Uh, let's uh, let's bring in fuzzy Belvedere. Let, let's 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 talk about Aaron Greenberg and some of his, his, his commentary. Um, there, the, the one I think the one, the one that stands out the most is he was questioned uh, by a community member who is currently not an Xbox user, and he simply said, uh, "I'm not a current Xbox user, but I'm 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 getting interested in what the showcase is going to uh was, was, was what the showcase is going to ultimately show us." Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron Greenberg said in in a very shocking tweet for me personally because I've never seen uh, him talk like this. He said, "Well, in regards to Starfield, you might want to bring an extra pair of underwear." With the, with the head exploding emoji and and again that that's the that is the cherry on top of this ridiculous Sunday that would that 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 gave us this whole conversation to have Aaron mm-hmm. Greenberg out there he showed the fangs he yeah. put out he did he didn't quash any expectations he said I love seeing the different uh you know uh, takes on it just mm-hmm. be open-minded come and enjoy yourself yeah. the fact that we are hearing I mean I, I, I gotta say, it's a bit of balls of steel, right? Like we've we've seen some Starfield stuff, but we haven't actually seen like recent Starfield stuff. For Aaron, who is the head of marketing, to get out there and say that, mm-hmm. man, that's that that that's suggesting that Starfield is gonna slap in the best way possible. Let's talk about it.
3: Well, he definitely tweeted some things that you know put a lot of like concern to rest as far as like if it will be shown as like CGI and stuff. So he shot that down. They're going to have either in engine or in game with, you know, some of the cinematic cutscenes mixed in there, but it, it's, it's going to mainly be what, or pretty darn close to what you'd be getting as opposed to something that they created as like a, uh, a concept to recruit uh, devs and things like that. So we're a lot of these games are going to be shown or probably a lot further along than some people might think. Um, they're also streaming in 4K 60, so um, that also puts to to rest some of the concerns about a particular title possibly only being 4K 30 that only release. So if that if they're showing or streaming at 4K 60, that probably lays the groundwork that everything there is going to be 4K 60,
0: um, including
3: Starfield. Mm-hmm. Hello, folks. Exactly. If we've been asking for it. There you go. <laughs> And then the fact that they um, uh, people have been asking them about like movies and like no movies, just games, games, games. And then somebody was like, "Well, to clarify, what about TV shows? Because you know we all know about the uh, the Fallout TV show that's coming out and stuff." And shot that down as well. That's where
0: it gets slanderous. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he did a tweet for if you're not if you're not sure what Fuzzy Belvedere is actually saying, and and, and, and on top of the ridiculous (laughs) tweets that Aaron put out there. He said two very slanderous things. This is the direct – this is not a shot across the bow. This is, hey, Jim, what's that? And he kicked him in his balls because he said, (laughs) live for everyone to see, just confirming there will not be any movie trailers at the Xbox showcase. And then someone, whether they were being facetious or not, uh, Dave and Crazy Lou Gaming and Fuzzy, he goes on to say – they go on to ask, what about – TV shows, and he says, I can confirm that there will be no movies, there'll be no TV shows, just games, games, and more games. (laughs) I mean, that's...
3: Yeah, some some shade. So they're they're definitely stepping up their game in comparison. Like I won't say it's quite the uh, this is how you share a game moment, but yeah, it, it's it's that same kind of energy, like the same thing with like oh look at these these great group of games that are coming to Xbox <laughs> right after the PlayStation showcase, and now it's like oh. You know, everybody trolled them about, you know, TV, TV, TV back in 2013. So now it's like, yeah, we're just going to be all about the games. No movie trailers, no TV series, none of that nonsense. So, yeah, this is a game showcase meant for just basically games. So, yeah, it's awesome to see him out there. Awesome to also not see like a temper expectations thing. I always (laughs) hate to see that. But the fact that he's up here. You know, having fun with the fans, uh, you know, knocking down some of the trolls and stuff like that, and getting people pumped up for this showcase, man, it, it is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm pretty sure everybody here is looking forward to. And and there might not be all the game, oh, all the games there might not be free, but there's definitely going to be c- quite a few that are at least for me. I know I'm interested in. And two of the main headliners are ones that I'm most interested in. But anything else beyond that is like icing on the cake for me. Definitely looking forward to seeing like maybe a release date for Forza. I know we get the thing uh, a couple of days later as far as the Forza monthly, but I I can't get enough of Forza. I know people might be sick of Forza by now, but not me. And then the fact that we get Starfield, being a big sci-fi nut, um, I'm I'm looking to see how that that uh, shows at the end of the showcase and everything. And yeah, uh, Diablo might get a little bit of run for its money as far as playtime at that point. So. I, I, I want to see what I'll, I'll be uh, giving up Diablo for uh, at the end of that showcase. But, man, can't wait until Sunday. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, like I said, uh, listen, if you see the trolls out there trying to temper your personal expectations, don't be bothered by the stupidity. Uh, block and move on. Mute and move on. <laughs> you If you're hyped for this show and and, and and you have every right to be, this is something that Xbox gamers have been clamoring for. Uh, at least in my personal opinion, I don't know about what the, the the panel thinks and what the chat thinks, but the best show that I could remember in a very very long time was the Xbox 2020 event, where we saw Hellblade, where we saw Avowed, where we saw State of the K two and Halo Infinite, and a bunch and a b- Fable and a uh, Perfect Dark. I mean, I mean that's a that's a f- in showcase right there, right? So. If we can get something to at least match that, it is going to be a giant W. And, and one of the things that, you know, uh, we, we we don't really talk too much about because it's kind of gotten out of our brain pans, right? If you don't think about this, you know, you think about consoles, like Microsoft is having a significant time getting Series X consoles out on to the wild. Sony has been doing it by space and they're, and they're selling like hotcakes now. I mean, depending on who you ask, some people are like is that because they were looking weak for regulators? They wanted to, you know, really bump up the Sony numbers to prove that hey, listen, we are in third place. And and in some in some you know opinions and circles, we're in fourth place. When you talk about Apple Arcade and things of that nature, I I mean that that's that's a debatable topic. But one thing that we could possibly see. Uh, after this showcase, uh, at, at maybe a later announcement down the line as we roll into the holiday, gentlemen, is the streaming box that we know that is in development, right? The one you plug to your TV, that's like an like an Apple TV or it's like a Google TV or whatever other TV things that they have. Well, this is gonna be specifically for games. And we know that some all of the Samsung TVs from twenty twenty one, I think have been updated to present. That have the app uh, on their, you know, you can pick Xbox and play games with a wireless controller. But I gotta tell you, man, if they could figure out a way to shrink the device, and we remember we had Sword on Phil's shelf. You know, the what's on, the 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 funny game of of what's on Phil's shelf? He talked about it. We know it's in development. They're trying to make it smaller. They're trying to cut costs. You can do that. You had like a little. I don't know, the size of a, a, a small book or your phone, for instance. You know, I have a Galaxy uh, S21. If they can make it maybe a slightly about that size or a little bit bigger, you slap a controller in there and you put it on the shelf for 79 bucks during the holidays after having what we all are anticipating a freaking killer show, you're talking about, remember, those are going to be considered console sales because it's selling a console it's just not your traditional console it's gonna it's gonna be a a a, a pretty big deal uh and again maybe do they show it at this show i don't know i i I don't know if i want to see any hardware i I want 90 minutes of games and if if what aaron greenberg folks is saying is true and it's games 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 and more games that's gonna be a lot of games for a 90 minute show Uh, i mean that's 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 Do they go in depth in one or two of them that take maybe 10 minutes potentially, but if they're going to show games and it's only going to be games, it's going to be a lot of games, but I do want to move on to a story, gentlemen, that again, this comes the way of Foss patents. Uh, He posted this uh, on his timeline as he does. And we have learned uh, in a report from Bloomberg.com, Dave, uh, now, Dave, obviously, I call you our money man. Obviously, you work in banking. You have been firm uh, to, that this deal was going to go through mm-hmm. even after the block. You were standing shoulder to shoulder with me. Obviously, we saw what happened with a lot of really nasty people who took massive pop shots at post-up and, of course, Foss Patents. And I'm sure us, I don't really re- read those bylines, but that's fine if you took a shot at me for being – you know, pro ABK deal, um, and ultimately you were in the corner of yeah, this this deal still going through, and ultimately whether the CMA backs off or not, the UK could potentially going to be be stuck without Xbox and uh, Xbox games, and maybe even Activision games, and that's going to be on them. But we learned from Bloomberg uh, at the end of the week uh, that uh, President and Vice Chair Brad Smith. Has uh, uh, piloted a meeting with UK Chancellor Jeremy Hunt to discuss a competition, regular, the, the competition's regular, uh, you know, the CMA's decision to block the proposed acquisition of game publisher Activision Blizzard. Uh, talks are likely to be scheduled during a visit by Smith to the UK during the potential, uh, you know, uh, showings of, of, of advanced AI that Microsoft is going to be doing. Now, uh, a Microsoft representative commented on this and said Smith will discuss the need for thoughtful regulation of AI, which we know that's why he's going there, along with holding private discussions on matters, including the Activision Blizzard deal. Uh, Microsoft remains committed to finding creative and constructive ways to address remaining regulatory concerns, uh, uh, the uh, representative added. And it also has here, uh, Bloomberg has stated, Chancellor Jeremy Hunt will also, this is where it gets interesting, hold talks with the competition and markets authority known as the CMA officials during his trip abroad. Uh, Dave, uh, look, Hmm. the numbers that they came up with were preposterous. Uh, They, the CMA, were absolutely embarrassed by the cat uh uh, last week uh to the point where i said this before this is like an nfl team playing against junior junior varsity of of a grade school that's how bad and opposite the the professionalism was of the microsoft attorneys and of course the cat versus the cma who showed up with a with an attorney that only got the case two days prior shocking to me but yeah it happened um when you when you hear, and this is the first time ever, they actually said that in the article, it very rarely happens that the CMA makes a decision and that the, the that the Chancellor or the Prime Minister get involved with it, because as we learned from several you know people that know the business, you know the that the, have been very uh, highly opinionated about how cat is unfallible, right? They cannot be beat. Once they say no, it's no. It turns out that uh, either one or two things are going to happen. Either the CMA is going to admit that they got the numbers wrong, which they have, or Microsoft is going to carve out of the U.K., leaving them on an island logistically all by themselves. And then where everywhere else is getting game pass goodness with Activision, U.K. gamers are going to have to unfortunately pay the piper and continue to buy them at seventy dollars how big of a deal is this meeting between, uh, the two, the two Titans, if you will,
1: unprecedented. That's the, that's the main word right there. Never happened before. And there's, and there's a lot of, you know, lawyers that that we've spoken to that you've had on your panel before that, you know, early on that were like, you know, this is, you know, this is, you know, done deal. And that's because they were going on precedent and, and and you don't, you can't blame them going on history more so than anything. Well, exactly. And, and, but now that it's, you know and even some of them are like you know well you know uh, maybe 30% you know they <laughs> they they're, they've loosened their belt up a little bit when they were 100% this is not going through the deal's done everything's finished no it's not finished it's not done uh what was it to say the, the fat lady hadn't sung yet so this fat guy is telling you you you, you need to hold on to your hats because uh things are going to get good in the next couple of weeks i think we're going to we're really going to find out What's, what's going to be, it's either going to be, and I mean, soon, you're going to find out that they're either going to either backpedal and let it go through, or they're going to, you know, like they did before earlier, like a couple of months ago, you know, Oh, well we got this part wrong, you know, and then they decided to go after the other part, you know, which was the cloud gaming. But I think they're going to be like, you know, you know, Oh, well, you know, they'll, they'll either, you know, suck it up and uh and clear it off the books or they will um you know I, I i think they're i think they're they're really getting their arms bent by the politicians and you know by the 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 leadership um uh, because they know it makes them look bad they know economically it's not going to be good for the country uh especially the, the face that it puts out it's not that you know that the abk deal is going to hurt the uk's bottom line just by this deal alone, but the ramifications that other businesses and uh, entities and corporations that are like, well, if they're having this much problem <laughs> over a deal that we can all see is clearly easy and should go through. Then why do we want to mess with them, you know, and that's and that's could be bad for UK and that's kind of where they're at now. They're trying to clean up the mess that the CMA has kind of put them into the painted them in the corner. Um, you know, for their whatever reason that they're that they're trying to do this, it's clearly not for protecting, um, you know, the uh, the consumer in, in the UK. That's that's clearly not why they were doing this. So it's uh, there's other reasons involved, other things going on. So we need to uh, uh, they they need to you know to to, to get um, their act together. And I think uh, the last you know the other nuclear option is on the is on the board there is that possibility that they can you know there's you know the first people like oh they're not gonna want to pull out of the other of uk and, and they're not there i think they've they've assessed and that's why they get that other special team of lawyers involved that are now looking at going okay well cool well well we may be able to just move this one division that's actually based in the uk king i believe it is remove those studios yep more to the mainland in Europe and you know, re- relocate, and then we'll be able to continue to. They may not be able to quote unquote get them in Game Pass in the UK, but I believe they'll still be able to operate and sell those games in the UK. Uh, they're, they're going to find a workaround. Um, but and again, too, and if that happens, the UK gamer, you know, or the I guess the uh, you know, like. You know, there may be a barrister that uh, <clears throat> that has a has kids that are going to be really upset as to why I can't play this game in my country, Dad. Why why can't you fix this? This is your job to fix it. You know what I mean? So there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, a lot of ramifications that they don't a lot of headaches I should say that they don't really want to put up with. Um, the deal's going through one way or the other, and I yeah. think in the next couple of weeks we're really going to get a better sense of which direction it's going to go whether it's going to be able to clean it up and then the Microsoft to be able to just close because uh, they're going to close in the U S as soon as this part is, is cleaned up. Yep. They're going to go ahead and close it out in the U S and then yeah, they're going to close Lina over of
0: Lenacon for sure. They're definitely if Lina 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 wants the to take them to
1: court. Yeah. Go right ahead. Lenacon, take them to court and then we'll see what happens. Let the cards fall where they may. And Microsoft has a winning hand clearly.
0: Well, they have uh, they they have uh, law. They have history. They have the numbers. Uh, Obviously, uh, uh, console SLC, which is still a main draw for Lena Khan and the FTC, has been uh, concluded as not being not being an issue. Um, And if it's not an issue in Japan, it's not an issue in China, it's not an issue uh, in the EU. Why would it be an issue in the U.S.? And, you know, it just goes to show you that she does not know what she's doing and she's playing stubborn and ultimately she's just going to get another L. Uh, it behooves her to, uh, you know, do, do the right thing and uh, allow for the deal, accept the concessions like everyone else. Um, and, and, and most regions haven't even didn't even want concessions. The only one that really jumps off the page that wants the concessions is the EU and Microsoft. Yeah, sure. No problem. What else you want? You know, and uh, again, it, it's going to be a done deal. Uh, before I bring in Crazy Lou Gaming, let me just catch up on some of these Super Chats was, here, brother. Was uh, we have, um,
2: panel, brother. what's that? I was going to ask a question to the panel because this question is is, is burning in my head lately.
0: Yeah, well, well yep. You know what? We'll, we'll keep it burning. We're going to get to Go it in just one second. Uh, Drawing TJ drops a very generous additional $5 Super Chat and says, don't forget on the 12th extended, oh, yeah, he did say the extended show for, uh, for Xbox and the 13th for Forza Motorsport. Highlander 001 drops a very generous two a five dollar super chat. Says I can't wait to see the VGAs this year. Phil taking the stage when Starfield, Diablo, and other Xbox games win, wearing a hold the line T-shirt. I would love to. I'd love that more than anything because I, I I think that uh, Spider Man is is going to win something. Um, but I don't think it's it's not going to get win RPG. It's not going to win. Uh, it might it might win best action game. Um, but I but even then, you can consider uh Diablo an action game, and I think that Spider Man could possibly lose to Diablo. Um, we have uh uh, Brett Bingham, generous friend of the program, just a five dollars. Super chat says, Darth Phil has entered the chat, Darth Greeny has entered the chat, Darth Sarah has entered the chat. Yeah, that would be (laughs) kind of dope. But we have Mike Clark who drops a very generous two dollars. Super chat says, Hey, boom, keep grinding. I uh, heard from Shooter. I have not heard from Shooter, dude. Uh, I got to reach out to him. I reached out to him a, two weeks ago, and I didn't hear back from him. I, I, I'll definitely reach out to him because, obviously, you know, he was he had back surgery. You know, he had the surgery with his ticker, and that was doing good, but the back surgery was kind of giving him a hard time. Now, I did have Danny Passion Official. And, folks, if you are having trouble with this, let let YouTube know. I had a couple of people reach out to me that they can't drop super chats. I don't know why. Maybe it's the browser you're using. I would suggest uh, if you're going to listen to the show via YouTube, use Chrome. It seems to be one of the few browsers that works almost all the time because it's obviously owned by um, by Google. Uh, he dropped uh, well attempted to drop a very generous two dollars super chat. And says perfect dark. And Hellblade only to be shown at the TGA's. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. Um, I look, I'm not a marketing manager, folks. So what the hell do I know? But I'm gonna be honest with you, and it's it, it's done. So whatever I say is, is meaningless at this point because the show is done. They don't need boomsticks out, even if they wanted to hire me. I'd probably take the job. Um, if I'm Xbox. And I want to kick off the week because that's what it really is. You know, a Keeley show starts Thursday evening, which a lot of YouTubers are going to be covering, and I'm just going to be watching it as a fan. And we'll talk about it briefly on Friday morning on Breakfast at Boom. Um, if if I'm if I'm Xbox, and I look at the history of what Hellblade Two has with the with with the VGAs and specifically Keeley, right? We saw that it was first announced that it existed, right alongside the existence of the Series X in 2019. The following year, we got gameplay in that. And I think it was maybe maybe they took a year break. Maybe it was 2021. We got that uh, that tease of in-game engine uh, gameplay. Right? Um, That was debatable whether it was gameplay or it was just you know in-engine. We don't really know. If I'm Xbox and you want to kick off the week in like the biggest way possible, you turn around on the Keeleys. First game out of the gate to kick that show off is actual gameplay from a finished version that shows combat, that shows uh, everything that we all the bells and whistles. And then on top of that, gives a release date for november that brings down the house and that's how you start off your xbox week which is going to have uh the big show on sunday a a follow-up show on monday and another forza event on tuesday i mean that's xbox all day all all, you know every day uh crazy what what did you want to say brother
2: my question is is the question that people are not asking this is actually a really good question if this deal does go through, right? It goes through 100%, Microsoft does buy Activision Bliss, everything all nice and well and done. What's gonna happen with Sony? That is a question that I, I've been asking myself for quite a while. What's gonna happen with Sony? Because Sony has not signed a 10 year deal. Sony has not done nothing with Xbox or Microsoft. So what are they gonna do after that? Are they gonna come running two of them to get I Call of Duty back on their system or what? Just They're just gonna let it, just let it go.
0: I mean it's a, it's a great question but it, you know obviously Microsoft is not going to deny millions of potentially billions of dollars are going to make from PlayStation gamers that are ultimately going to fund uh Microsoft as a company but fund first party and the development and and obviously I say that with complete uh you know uh you know I'm I'm being I'm being facetious in the best way possible uh, because we had learned from Sony that they were they were using the monies that they were getting from Call of Duty to power the development of first-party games, uh, and that's obviously going to come to an end because they're only they're only going to get their thirty percent. They're not going to get, and, and actually they they got less than that. Microsoft would be giving them a raise, if you will, um, because they were taking less from Activision, uh, where Microsoft is going to give the standard thirty. Hey, we get seventy, you get thirty. But the monies that is going to come in from playstation gamers by the millions potentially ultimately is going to fund xbox first party i I think at the end of the day that to me is the most funny the funniest thing that you kept hearing about first party monies being used from call of duty to develop uh sony first party and now that's that's not in fact going to be the case um they're gonna that that monies is going to be developing uh microsoft first party and that to me is, is 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 hilarious um but um, crazy. Let, 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 let's get your let's get your hot take on uh, Brad Smith, uh, who's been a proponent for this deal since inception. Obviously, he is the president uh, and vice chair of Microsoft. Um, he's he's sitting down with some 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 very powerful people. And for good reason, uh, I don't I again, I don't know, because if you remember, the prime minister and the and the Secretary of State had said right after the decision that they were going to meet with Microsoft to discuss what 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 exactly transpired so I don't know if this meeting crossed over what has been happening with cat because I think cat is going to is, is I mean they're going based on evidence and fact not assumptions as the CMA has been doing, right? The CMA's assumption that cloud gaming was going to get bigger than console gaming is preposterous at best. Um, what, do, what do you think that this meeting is going to do ultimately uh, for the CMA? You think it's going to force them to work back their decisions? Uh,
2: here's the thing, though, and that's this is something that people need to understand. I mean, if there's a conflict of interest, I mean – the government is going to jump in especially you know if it's if it's something that's going to make them money they're going to jump in and, and see what's going on especially since you have i mean even foss has talked about this he's talked about it plenty of times i mean you have 38 countries that have approved right and if you have 38 countries that have approved i mean we got to sit down and take a look on what, what what you guys are talking about i mean us as a government we got to sit down and see what are you guys talking about and see what's going on because if we got 38 countries approving. And they're gonna make a buckload of money. I mean, why are you guys trying to stop this deal? So we, we gotta check you out and see what's going on, because really, if if the CMA just says block it and all that stuff, I mean, the UK is gonna be like, hey, we're gonna lose this chunk of change that, that that could be good for the for the economy. So the talks with the with the with the chance with the UK chancellor and all that stuff. Yes, I mean, Brad Smith is gonna pull all the strings he can because hey I would do the same thing because I want this buyer to go through I want everybody to ha- grab their hands on this game I want everybody to get a hold of this because at the end of the day I don't want nobody to miss out on this on, uh, opportunity on this deal I don't want nobody to miss out especially uh I think the UK is like the fifth um, largest economy right in the world I could be wrong you know but yeah. since they're the, since they're the fifth largest economy in the world you know I, of course I wouldn't want them to, to stay out. I mean I, I would want to make a deal sit down and open up my books and say hey this is what i have Where, what do you guys have let's check the stats let's check these things and let's get this deal going through because again like i said 38 countries approval if you sum up those 38 countries like Foss has it's like 30 times bigger than the uk's so microsoft pulling off from that i mean it's, it's got the government you know a bit worried and of course they don't want to they don't want to lose that chance
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, they're going to lose money. Uh, There's going to be a a de-investment by Microsoft in that region of the world, because why would you? Why would you want to invest any further? You've already been investing it, and we learned uh, from Brad Smith, who said that uh, they've invested in that region of the world for four decades, which is over 40 years, and they hit with with a block that, uh, again, ultimately is not going to hurt anyone. Uh, It's only going to improve quality uh it's only going to improve um the 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 value of xbox and xbox game pass for its 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 players so again it's 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 just shocking it's just shocking but um
2: can i say one more thing not only sure absolutely look look what we saw over the weekend i mean we saw i think it was yoshida coming out talking about (laughs) oh man i love reading that article on han on how cloud gaming is still difficult. I mean, after I saw that, I was like, what? You guys said it was going to be the, the ultimate conquest. It's going to defeat everything in console. Yeah. But right now you're saying it's difficult. So why don't you just let the buy go through, you know? <laughs> so it can be less difficult, but okay. Whatever yeah. you say, uh, buddy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that, what what, what uh, Crazy is talking about is there was an interview uh, with uh, the president of S, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment where they talked about cloud gaming and how uh, uh, untrustworthy it is as, as, as a source uh, for delivering content, which is why they decided to go from what cl- w- they chose to do a streaming device in, in the uh, PlayStation Q versus uh, a cloud device because they said cloud is, uh, is untrustworthy when it comes to its quality and they didn't want to take a chance. So that's why uh, they, they talked about a significant amount of pitfalls with cloud gaming. Uh, we're going to we're going to we're going to touch a little bit on that tomorrow on, of course, uh, the Xbox Factor podcast at 12 p.m. Eastern. But let's get to uh, a Fuzzy Belvedere. Mm-hmm. Let's get your hot take on this, man. What, what 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 are what are your thoughts on Brad Smith making it his personal business to get over there, get in an audience, not only with potentially being able to speak to the prime minister, but also mm-hmm. the secretary of state regarding the. Uh, what What is just a bad decision by the CMA?
3: Well, it, I, I think people forgot when Satya was saying, you know, we'll, we'll see how things play out when yep. uh, directly question about pulling out of the, the UK. And it's always been an option on the table, while it may be the nuclear option and one that they don't want to push forward just yet. But if push comes to shove, and that's the only resort to be able to get this deal done, then that's what they'll do. And in a grand scheme of things, it, 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 yeah, it's going to cost them more money, but it's not going to cost them the amount of money that they could potentially lose in not having a, a bigger foothold in mobile or in PC with like a lot of the Blizzard titles and, and Activision in general between the IPs and talent that's involved. And, and we also forget the whole Bobby Kotick and, and him dodging the question about the uh, toxic work environment and some of the issues that they've had and, you know, how this would probably be a, a, a complete improvement over, you know, the previous track record with uh, Bobby at the helm. But, you know, the U.K. at this point is at a crossroad. Do they, you know, continue to enforce what the CNA, CMA had um, you know, put forward as far as the block? Or do they, you know, work towards coming to some sort of resolution? It seems like the people that are involved in the CMA aren't open to resolutions. And uh, the the CAT tribunal judge didn't seem too pleased with their, you know, hastiness on this decision as well as their, you know, call for delays as far as the preparation time. Especially when they only gave Microsoft like four weeks and they're asking for 11 weeks or something ridiculous. Yeah, three months
0: they were asking for. Yep.
3: Yeah, and it, it just it oozes issues with the fact that this is like the FTC's you know, backdoor buddy, I guess, is about the best way to put it, as far as they, the FTC kind of knew that they didn't really have ground to stand on and they used the CMA as a puppet. And I don't think, other than the people that's involved in the CMA, I don't think anybody in, in the UK government likes being a US puppet. I think that's the they made
0: mention of that. It's, it's funny you say that a lot of people didn't didn't pick up on exactly what you're saying. The, the cat judge actually said something to the effect where we don't want to be used by another country. Mm-hmm. if if he's saying that publicly, because obviously it is a public a public hearing because it was mm-hmm. televised, that means that there's there's potential thought that that's running around the u k. government,
3: yeah. and i I don't think the CMA really has a leg to stand on it to disprove it. So at, at this point, a lot of the officials above their pay grade are are not happy with how this looks in the public view or the world or the global economic stage is about the best way to put it because you have this train dollar company talking about, hey, we would like to do this deal. You block something on like, I wouldn't say it's an insignificant amount, but it's it's like less than a quarter of the revenue of that train dollar company. And you're blocking this deal just because your friend over in the US told you to, type of thing. N- nobody above the CMA is is happy with this. And one way or another, whether they have to overturn or or you know sit down the CMA and be like, no, you're you're changing this, or there's there's going to be other repercussions kind of thing. I, I think they're coming to a head on it. And it's it, it's gonna show, I would say, probably around the late July time frame, but the way Satya is probably uh, talking in the background with Brad Smith, I I think they closed this before that. What is it, July twenty second? I think is like the. Contract. I believe
0: it's ju- July eighteenth is is the 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 expiration date of the of the deal.
3: Yeah. So and yeah, they could renegotiate it, but that involves more lawyer time and more money. And why why do that as opposed to if when the end result may still result in you having to pull out of the UK? Why not just cut your losses at that point and, and adjust the proper uh, just accordingly. You know, you'll probably take a smaller share when the games are distributed in the UK because they'll have to go through like a third party publisher or something along those lines or distribution. But it it sucks for those at playground games and over at King and a few other studios. I think even Ninja Theory, which just built a new studio there. Um, I, I, I think cooler heads will prevail and some of those in Parliament will probably intervene and, and get this, yeah. you know, resolved. But Microsoft, had, this wouldn't be the first foray where they've pulled out of a country because of regulatory issues and things along those lines. And typically, it it only lasts, but for so long. And then that com- that country is usually like, uh, you know, we've reviewed the paperwork or the documentation. Uh, we, we've adjusted our 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 uh, call on this type of thing. So. I don't think the CMA can really call Microsoft's bluff. I think they they pull out or begin to pull out, and then that's when Parliament steps in, and you know we get something resolved before the 18th. Then,
0: yeah, it's, it's I mean certainly possible. Obviously, we know that the after the 12th, which is the day after the big show, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have their second hearing. This is going to be where the evidence is going to be presented, um, and Microsoft could potentially see if they can get this thing done a decision made before the 18th. Cause obviously uh, there is uh time is of the essence. And one thing that people seem to forget, and this was mentioned, uh, and I, I, I believe this was either fast patents, patents was talking about this or, and or post up uh, Microsoft uh, ultimately is looking for the UK to pay their legal fees for the CMA making them do this. That's something to also consider. Cause if you didn't know, uh, the Microsoft attorney is the Queen's former attorney. I don't know what he gets paid, probably in gold bars. <laughs> but I can tell you that the Activision uh, attorney is the former prime minister. If you didn't know, he makes five grand an hour for his services. <laughs> so do the math. Uh, so they're looking for the uh, the, C, uh, the, the UK Sorry. government, uh, the CMA specifically, that uh, to pick up the legal tab uh, because they forced Microsoft into this, and that's a lot, a lot of money. Um, let me catch up on the super chats and we'll get everyone out of here to enjoy the rest of your Monday. Uh, Jenna Hayes in the chat drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, What will Microsoft do when developers leave Activision after the deal goes through? There is a trend of developers that keep leaving Microsoft. Why? Um, I'm going to tell you why they're not going to leave Microsoft, because Microsoft is allowing unions. Microsoft is in the top 10 companies, according to Glassdoor 2023, to work for, and they are uh, an employee's first uh, uh, um, place to work. Um, I don't think anyone uh, – I think that if the deal did not go through, those poor developers would be forced to leave because they don't want to work under Bobby Kotek. That's, a, that's definitely a problem. Um, but I don't think you're going to see a mass exodus once the deal is signed. I think you're going to see people stay on because they want to work for Microsoft and they know that it's going to be a better experience. Uh, Fantas uh, Archer drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, hypothetical, uh, would an ABK carve-out in the UK be harmful to Sony uh, 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 Sony's thought process, given that it might help them diminish Microsoft present in the UK even further. I mean, it's possible that that could, I mean, it could potentially cost Microsoft some monies, but at the same time, you know, there, there are plenty of, of UK Xbox gamers. Um, and it's going to be pretty hard, a hard sell for the CMA that if everyone around the world, and I mean everyone around the world but the UK, is getting Call of Duty and Xbox Game Pass and can buy Xbox uh, Activision games, Here? they they can't. It, it's, yeah. it's 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 going to be a it's going to be a big problem. Um, can I can I mention something on that real quick, Mister All right,
2: Dude, I'm reading something on sta- statista. statista. Yes, Statista.com. Statista. Yep. Yeah, all right. Call of Duty in the UK sold one million six hundred and seventy-five slash three twenty-three. If you times that how, what is the price on on the game on, on UK? Seventy it, bucks. Yeah. Seventy is it pounds or
0: or uh, is it, well it'll be seventy pounds. Yeah. So I mean it would probably be US dollars would probably be about like ninety dollars to their seventy pounds. So yeah, their their money's worth a little let's bit more say, than
2: ours. If if you multiply that, that's like hundred and seventeen million pounds that they will lose if if not, 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 they will lose on top of the UK, will lose in money that they, they could make, yeah, and also Microsoft,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, they don't make enough money from the UK for it to be, uh, the one region that blocks the entire world, and that's why they're figuring out how to carve it out. Because I'm sorry to say, and I, and I don't mean any disrespect, um, the UK, when they exited from the EU and they went on their own. They, they really kind of painted themselves into a corner and they don't have they just don't have the same power as they did when they w- were with the EU. They're on their own. And when you look at numbers like that, uh, let, 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 let's just say, for instance, it's 200 million that that that, that wouldn't be uh, I, I, when you consider how much Call of Duty is going to make around the world even if it was upwards of 200 million it, it I'm not saying that, that that's not a lot of money that's that's it's 200 million dollars but to, pay, to does 200 million and again I'm being hypothetical because you heard the numbers from Crazy Loose 117 but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt 200 million versus a 70 billion dollar deal you got you, you got to lose the 200 million uh, that's what you got to do um eternal Shaddai not only becomes a channel member Thanks so much for that brother he Drops a very generous $2 super chat. good afternoon, booming panel. Good afternoon, kind sir. Thank you for the generosity and, of course, becoming a channel member. But uh, let's get to the outros. Dave, we'll start first with you. Yesterday's show was epic. As a matter of fact, when I turned on this morning to listen to it, you had already 1,300 views. You had a great panel, great conversation. Let's talk about sell your brand. Talk about where people Hmm. can check out. Your Sunday show, but not only that, where they can find some of the best one-on-one interviews
1: on YouTube. Thank you so much, Mr. Boomstick. Boom, um, you are the man. I, I can't uh, reiterate that enough. And thank you so much for letting me be a part of your of uh, your world and this wonderful community you have created. Um, the show that dropped uh, today, the interview that dropped today uh, for um, Outbreak Gamers uh, was uh, ASA from Game On Daily. And uh, it is a really, really good interview uh, with him. He's a fascinating cat, I'll tell you that right now. I was, uh, I found a lot more about him than I, I thought I would, and uh, it's, it's really cool. It's about a 50-minute interview, so it's a definitely nice, bite-sized, kickback interview to, to check out. Uh, last night's show was was crazy. We had the first hour, we had um, the mag. Uh, he only had an hour of time uh, to be on our show, and he. And when he first started, he said, don't worry, I talk fast enough that I can get in three hours worth of talking. And he, yeah, and he, and he does,
0: he does. He's, <laughs> he's a he's a quick one at one. <laughs>
1: exactly. And then we had Mav from Fun Speculation. And then, uh, and then, uh, of course, um, we had on uh, Risk It for the Biscuit. Uh, and it was, it was great panel, lots of fun discussions. we went about two and a half hours, which usually, you know, we don't, we wrap, you know, we wrap things, but that's all we talked about was speculation, speculation. And of course, in the middle of that, greeny started dropping his uh his tweets so we kind of like or whoa what <laughs> so it was it was it was a good show good fire show and i tell you i know you've got a really uh, some big stuff coming up on uh right before a pre-show and then after the show is over with you got a, a show that way it's going to be awesome as well uh, and then later on that night on sunday the 11th uh we're going to do our regular time slot but we have got special guests we have a uh, dirt riggedy and we have tim dog is going to be what a house. pair man that's nice. that's, that's, that's I awesome i know so and there could possibly be a few others that are uh sneaking in on us we've i've heard some people saying hey what can i do to get in there i'm, I'm welcome aboard because i have a feeling it's going to be a good show talking about all the all the goodness that we're going to get that day thanks boom
0: yeah it's it's, it's going to be fun like i said if, if follow your favorite uh youtuber uh everyone's going to be covering this and there's going to be a lot to cover uh of course but dave thanks so much for being here uh crazy lou gaming brother sell your brand talk about the xbox international not only in english but in espanol oh, talk about yes. it where people can check that on <laughs> uh check that out and more importantly talk about the panel talk about where people could find you and see your crazy antics as we do on twitter talk about it brother sell it
2: all right you can find me at twitter at crazy Lou gaming where i say good morning and do all social stuff. Here on Mondays, hanging out with you guys at the Xbox Lunch Break Special, Tuesdays, which I hope I can hop on tomorrow. I mean, I'm, I'm crossing my hands, playing with crazy. We got to finish a game that I think is called Father's Day. I still have not beaten it. So, yes, I hope I can hop on so you guys can watch me be scared, especially since it's gonna, I'm going to be alone in this apartment. Ooh, freaky. But, yes. Um, and Wednesdays is the Xbox International Podcast with Sour Blow, the big plume, and Silent Cypher, and hey, this Wednesday, chat anybody's on the chat. If you guys want to hop on to give your predictions, hey, DM us because we're going to bring in the chat for a couple minutes to say, hey, okay, uh, what are your predictions? We would like to know. So, DM us to tell us if you want to come on to the show. We would love to have you on there. So, please DM us, you know, uh, DM me at Crazy Louis Gaming, and I'll tell the guys so we can set you up a spot so you can come to the show and give us your prediction of the showcase this Sunday. And last but not least this Friday, the Xbox International Podcast in Español with Eternal Shaddai and ASCAP Gaming. And sometimes I may hop on over there at the Xbox International Podcast en Español YouTube channel.
0: Brother, it's always great to have you here and be a part of this show yes. uh, each and every so week, much. brother. And of course, love the success that you're having over at the Xbox International Podcast. And of course, uh, the crew over there is amazing, which, again... Silent Cypher will be joining us uh, Friday morning along with Doom Cutie and potentially a few other guests outside of Crispy Bomb and Dreadpool and, of course, Web Dave and Fuzzy Belvedere to give our uh, reaction. The first half of the show is going to be reaction to the Keelys, and second hour of the show is going to be a- our actual prediction show for Xbox. And like I said uh, in the opening this week, the shows Monday through Friday will feature at least a topic covering the predictions because everyone that, I mean, I'm not going to give my predictions five days in a row, but I'm going to allow obviously for the panel, because each show is different with different people and to give their opinions on what they expect. And that, and of course we'll talk about some other news that is breaking. Uh, I think uh, we should hear something from New Zealand this week, whether they uh, uh, approve the deal and, uh, again, it's, it's just going to be one after another until the only two left standing are the CMA and, of course, the FTC. And then once it gets up to some words, upwards of you know 45-plus countries around the world saying the deal is okay, these two knuckleheads are going to look really dumb. Uh, but, uh, listen, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place for anything and everything in the racing genre. Plus, hot take opinions on your YouTube channel. More importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media?
3: I just want to thank you for having me on here. This was an awesome show. I'm getting ready for that that big showcase on Sunday, man. So so pumped for this stuff. But uh, for those that want to hear my endless rambles or rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter or you can find me on YouTube at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. And then as far as other places you'll see me, you'll definitely see me here on Friday for uh, Breakfast with Boom for some of our predictions. And then later that evening, you can also find me on Xbox Ultimate Podcast. And then Saturday, there's No shop Podcast. Uh, PTK Blam is going to be out there at the showcase. Yes, <laughs> directly. He is. And then, uh, man, it, it's going to be an exciting one. And then look forward to seeing everybody back here for Xbox Ultimate next Monday. Can't wait to see you here.
0: Yep. Real quick, I want to just uh, say hello to Wheezy in the chat. Uh, he's been going back and forth and he says his last uh, says, I'm just saying that it's be a massive bad PR for Xbox or for Microsoft. I'm a UK Xbox gamer, PC gamer, OFC. I, I want the deal passed, but I'm just talking about the PR look. See, the problem, Wheezy, is this. Uh, the issue at hand with PR is that it's not going to fall into Activision's or Microsoft's lap and explode. This is clearly on the C- CMA making a decision that A was wrong. Their numbers are wrong again. Uh, now, why 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 did they make this decision? Are they in cahoots or uh, court or being being courted by the FTC and Lena Khan? I mean there's definitely some 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 evidence to suggest collusion. Uh, is there corruption at the CMA where potentially someone that makes decisions are good friends with people at Sony? Well that's been proven that that in fact is the case. Now whether money exchange and there was something illegal about it we we, we don't know. Um, but they they're definitely on uh, on the wrong side of history and they're on the wrong side of uh, of actual evidence-based data Uh, so at the end of the day Microsoft would not give up on a 70 billion dollar deal for 200 million and they would carve out the UK and that's not going to be Microsoft's problem for PR that's going to be the UK's problem for PR that's the CMA making a mistake that they could have fixed but because they're in the bag with the FTC and potentially people in Sony maybe they can't make that decision all I can tell you is I don't trust the CMA and ultimately, they're they're going to lose. Whether it's uh, the 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 right way and, and and take the knee and say, hey, we got the numbers wrong. And we're going to pass the deal, accept concessions, as the EU did, or Microsoft or specifically Activision is going to carve carve out the the UK. And 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 at that point, I'm going to feel bad for UK gamers. But that that's where you're supposed to, as a citizen, get out there and tell CMA that what they did was wrong. Because one of the things that no one talks about is there's no current trade agreement between the United States and the UK. There's a trade agreement between the EU and the United States. President Obama told them publicly, if you leave the EU, you're going to be in the back of the line with US trade agreements. There's no trade agreement. That's not supposed to happen until 2025. Think for a second how that's going to go with the UK trade agreement if the United States says, hey, wait a second you want a trade agreement but you block two american companies from merging from a merger yeah i don't think we want to do business so again i feel bad for my 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 uk brethren but at the end of the day that's not a microsoft problem that is a uk problem and that's ultimately it's going they're going to wind up bending the knee and and, and, and there's not going to be any problems uh, we have Norse Monster drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Careful on the Square Enix hate. Final Fantasy 16 may not have as as high as a ceiling of awesomeness as Starfield, but it is a higher percentage of delivering a solid working game. I mean, it's true, but I hate Square for a personal reason, and it's how they treat people." Outside of Japan, that I do not that I have a tremendous distaste for. Uh and uh yeah, they're just they're just not a good company. Uh they just they act like they're the only ones in the world when they are not. Um, but listen, folks, that's going to do it for today's Xbox lunch break special. I am Mr. Boomstick XL, and for of course, Web Dave, Crazy Lou Gaming, and Fuzzy Belvedere, we want to wish you a fantastic rest of your day, an amazing week, obviously. It's Xbox's time at the uh, at this Sunday. Cannot wait for that. And, of course, I'm going to say a big thank you to all the Super Chats that have come in. I cannot thank you enough for the generosity. And I do want to close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you. You're going to have an awesome day, so take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.